the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. If that's our end news, I'm Jason Walker. Utter devastation in Hawaii. This is going to go down in history as one of the worst disasters. Ever in Hawaii. Shane Dudwa is a county official in Maui and expresses sorrow over so many losses. Tom Leonard, who's lived in the tourist district of Lahaina for decades, says everything he had is lost. My condo, my Jeep, my laptop, my cell phone. He describes the horror of the billowing fire on historic Front Street, where cars were igniting and a woman became trapped. Nobody could even get to her. The door, you know, couldn't get to the doors or the windows. She was stuck, and we watched her go. I'm Jackie Quinn. The death count in Hawaii stands at 80. Three people are missing in a house explosion in Pennsylvania. Three more have been hospitalized. This is SRN News. Eric Metaxas explains the process with this latest book. I've never, never, ever, ever felt God calling me to write a book. Now, to some people, that sounds loony. I, I, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you, but it does feel to me, I had never felt that feeling before that I've got to write this in obedience mm. to God because this is happening now and I need to write this and I need to reach the Christians and the Christian leaders that are capable of being reached. The Eric Metaxas Show, overnights at 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. SalemNow.com is one of the best streaming platforms out there, and it doesn't require a monthly fee. Executive produced by Salem Media Group at SalemNow.com. Check it out today, SalemNow.com. From the Genovations Regen Weather Center, today's high around 82 degrees with some sunshine. Tonight's low reaching 61 with some increasing clouds for the overnight into Sunday. Expect some rain in the afternoon hours, mostly cloudy, high around 74 degrees. It's AM 1280, The Patriot. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog is shotinthedark.info. Don't forget, 3 o'clock, Jack Tomzak, the new guy from 3 to 5, talking about where the bodies are buried in Minnesota politics. Brad Carlson, tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. And, of course, King Banyan, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11. On our sister station, AM 1440, the businessmen, together the Northern Alliance Radio Network, dominating all Twin Cities media for going on 20 years and still making it look as easy and fun as it did on day one. So let's talk about timing. Within the last couple of weeks, CNBC, that noted titan of business prognostication, has said that Minnesota is the fourth best state in the union in which to do business. And in fact, we have a business climate that is so robust that Shutterfly has apparently decided it's just too much for them. They can't handle all the business vibrancy in this state, and they have to leave to make room for more. So it's with that in mind that I ask our next guest, Jim Schultz, who should have been the Attorney General of the state of Minnesota right now and would be but for a massive spending disparity, uh, of, of the Minnesota Private Business Council. What's with the timing? Jim, welcome to the broadcast, for starters. How are you doing today? Hey, Mitch. Thanks for having me on. Really great to be with you. It's always a pleasure, Jim. Uh, so you are here uh, on behalf of an organization, the Minnesota Private Business Council. We'll talk, uh, we'll talk about the council in just a moment here. 
But I just got to say, uh, of course, with tongue firmly in cheek, I, the business climate in Minnesota right now is so supercharged and hot. Hard to believe there's a room for a business council here in the state of Minnesota. Am I yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. That's right. Exactly. I mean, I mean, it's, it's amazing the uh, number of things that we're uh, we're doing to our businesses or not doing for to help our businesses and their workers and so forth. Uh, and that CNBC uh, ranking you mentioned is just uh, is just a joke, as you as you know they uh, they you know they factor in a whole bunch of things irrelevant to the um, to the uh, to actually doing business in our state. You actually look at things like the cost of doing business. Taxes, things along those lines, were uh, were in the um, you know top, lowest lowest ten, lowest fifteen or so states in the country, and we're seeing it with uh, businesses leaving the state, businesses who are growing jobs out of state rather than Minnesota because it's just incredibly burdensome to do business here. And, um, and Minnesota workers are, are feeling the burden of that. Yeah, I mean, the numbers, if you leave out CNN or CNBC, which, as you correctly pointed out, they weighted factors like availability of abortions way above business climate, tax rates, and, and availability of, of skilled labor. I mean, it was, it, was, it was sort of like rating a football yeah. team on the color of its jerseys. I mean, it was, it was just completely mm-hmm. a bunch of irrelevancies here. So, And yet... We have seen a number of years where the business community, or at least the the semi-official leadership of the business community, the chambers of commerce, have essentially turned into rubber stamps for the for the DFL in in this state here, both locally and statewide here. So, this brings us to your organization uh, that you're on whose behalf you're speaking to the Minnesota Private uh, Private Business uh, Council. Tell us a little bit about the organization, the intent, and uh, and we'll go into details. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm really proud of this organization. We just founded it a couple months ago, and it's already generating a ton of excitement out there. We've got already got dozens of members. These are businesses, individuals, others who want to join and be part of our mission. And really, it's, it's really simple. We're going to support free market policies that can grow jobs, grow wages, grow the economy in the state of Minnesota. And two, we're going to support candidates who get behind those policies. And we've got to, we've got to do that, and we've got to really have an aggressive approach to um, to articulate what Minnesota needs to do to, to grow the economy and, and really have a robust um, a robust economic state. And then two, you know, we got we to gotta win elections again. You know, last election cycle, and it was really tough for people who believe in, in free market to believe that um, we need a growing economy. And, uh, and so we've got we to gotta win elections again. And so we'll be, be working on that um, as well. And so I'm really proud of it. We're, this is, I believe it can be a historic organization for the state. You know, we've as you pointed out at the beginning of the show, the Democrats have uh, incredible resources in our state, um, both when it comes to just policy advocacy and when it comes to actually winning elections. And this is, organization can help stand up to uh, to a lot of that. So it's it's very exciting, and uh, we're getting just massive interest from um, from businesses out there. So let's talk about the businesses for starters. If you're a business person in the state of Minnesota, uh, presumably a private business person, as distinct from uh, yeah. a, a client of the state, uh, so what yeah. what's the sweet spot? Who are the business people that you're looking to talk to? Who are you getting involved in? And, and yeah. if you're a business person, why should you think about becoming involved with the the business, Minnesota private? Business Council. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking at um, so really, it's businesses of all sizes. There's you know very large companies who have signed who have signed up and are on board, like uh, Cambria, who makes who makes uh, Cambria countertops. You may know um, oh, yeah. Rosen's Diversified, some other very large companies. But then there's just you know other small companies that are out there. I just uh, was down in Winona a week or two ago and signed up a few you know a few small companies of 50 or fewer people um and so businesses of all sizes but if you share our vision where we want a state that uh, that has a you know has a business climate that can grow jobs that, that do things like lower taxes you know re- regulation that isn't just flat out predatory on our small businesses the variety of different things that our that our um, state needs to do to grow business that you know, then then we want you on board and be, be a part of us. You know, people can join. If they do, is that money goes to to um, uh, to um, our policy and political priorities. And um, and so, if you share our vision and you're a business owner or an executive of a company or um, otherwise want to be part of it, you know, people can come in. And so, entirely privately held businesses. Then you know, some of the some of the publicly traded companies lately, as we all know, have um, have um, kind of got, you know trended left. And so, it's going to be entirely pub- privately held companies. And then individuals can join can join as well. So yeah, absolutely. So so let's just a quick question here. 
So the, yep. if you're one of these companies that's interested, I could see uh, a company looking at the bottom line, looking at the tax bills that will be coming, which, by the way, haven't started coming in yet, but will. Yep. Uh, looking at, yep. at the, and, and looking at the exits and all the companies that are hitting them right now and thinking, huh, I would love to join. But I remember yep. the last time a company actually stood up for pro-business policy in this state, 2010, when Target donated to Tom Emmer, purely on business grounds, because he was by, by far the, the better business candidate for governor, and they got excoriated. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the zombies came out of everywhere to attack Target, <laughs> which was the mo- even even 13 years ago, was leading the nation in terms of being woke, as we call it today. I yep. mean, they were they were a progressive yep. organization that donated for business. I could, What do you say to business people who are saying right now, you know, I'd love to take part, but I don't want to have a bunch of crazed wine box drinking cat ladies uh, graffitiing up my business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Well, the um, I'd say a couple things. I mean, broadly, people people in our state have to stand up and be counted. You know, I, you know, people got you got to be willing to stick their necks out because if if people don't stick out their necks, you know, we're gonna end up with a state that's like uh, California or Illinois yep. that um, you might as well, um, you know, you know, the last person now can turn off the lights because um, because people are just headed out headed out to the exits. And so people need to stand up and be counted and have um, and um, and be willing to put their necks out there a little bit. You know, there are you know the um, if people don't want to join because of you know effects on their business, they can join as individuals and um, and then um, and then there's a little bit of insulation there, um, just in terms of uh, just in terms of you know, concerns about being targeted as a business, but you know broadly, you know I you know I think you know people whether it be you know people running for office, people um, sticking their necks out on political issues and things like that. You know I you know what I try to encourage people to do is just to say you know you know you know maybe maybe um, there will be some some negative effects here and there, but I think broadly you know when people are willing to have some guts and stand up in life, you know, it, 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 it goes to their benefit um, in the long term, even if there are some short-term, uh, short-term turbulence. And Absol- so that's a- what I would encourage people to do. Absolutely. And of course, when you're going through the door, I mean, being the first person through the door is risky. The second, third people considerably less risky. Uh, when you're the, the third through the 20th people through the door, things get to be downright humdrum. The, the lesson there is we need to have strength in numbers. We need to do have people who stand yep. up and be counted. And kind of like the That's parents, well, kind of the parents we were talking about last time we were on the show who are uh, hanging out at school board meetings. Yeah, the first one, the first ones in took a lot of flack, but now they have the wind behind them here. So the, yep. This is the way we want to get. So here's a question for you, Jim Schultz. Another one. Uh, yep. If you if you watch Minnesota media over this last election, you'd think that business was lining up four square behind the, the progressives. That the agenda was was right uh, in, in line with that. And of course, the businesses that they focused on were invariably one of three businesses. This is almost a bar trivia question, uh, Jim. The businesses, of course, were always coffee shops, pizzerias. And some sort of bakery or another. Those are the, those are the businesses that apparently all bu- business. I mean, an alien coming to Minnesota today from another planet might think this entire state is pizzerias, coffee shops, and bakery, uh, baker uh, places who bake pies. But there are other businesses out there. How did business, how, it, on the other hand, the business community in this state lose the narrative as badly as they did in this last election here? How did how did how, how did groups like the Chamber of Commerce wind up working for the bad guys? Well, you know, I mean, I would say, I mean, the, um, I mean, I would say, I mean, I think, I think, you know, the chamber does spend a lot of um, money and they're on, on supporting Republican candidates and things like that. They certainly, you know, they have a, you know, a little bit different vision than we have and so forth. So I, I might just temper that a little bit, Fair but enough. I think broadly, I mean, you see, you see the, uh, I, I take your point and everything, but the, I think broadly you see just an incredible amount of money pouring into Democrat coffers from a lot of um, a lot of, you know, the um, uh, a lot of folks in our state. You know, you see it coming from from, um, you know, sector labor unions. You see it from rich folks on the coast. Um, you know, the uh, I was stunned in my race for attorney general. I, you know, I, somebody said to me that um, Keith Ellison got, you know, some nice, sizable donations from Jane Fonda, you know. Um, and so the Democrats have built a um, incredible fundraising machine when it comes the politics in our state and are frankly, you know, buying elections on the back of massive donations from, um, from folks like that. And, um, you know, there's, there's, uh, um, there's no, and one thing that Republicans have to do better in the state is um, put together the resources to win. And I, um, I got outspent in, in my race, you know, about two to one, but that was a, um, that was actually kind of a, a success relative to some of the other um, races out there. And oh, yeah. you just got to find ways to get more resources in the game. And it is disappointing to me when you do see, some businesses 
um, you know, embrace, you know, really anti-business candidates and policies because they, you know, are sympathetic with Democrats on, on, on certain other non-economic issues. And so the, um, it's a real issue. And I think people, I think people should rightly expect a business that when they do engage in the political process, they engage in a manner that um, is, is focused on, on economic issues. And that's certainly what we will um, do for our organization. Absolutely. Now, say you're a business person right now who's think, hearing you talking right now and thinking, okay, there's, there's uh, the, the, a lot of this makes sense. And yes, if there are numbers here, then I, I, I like the idea of being the fifth person through the door in this particular race. Yeah, yep, let's, yep, let's, yep. What, what, if you are a business person who is thinking about joining up, what, uh, what are you asking of them? And, and what, uh, what, what do you, besides having a political voice as we try and turn this ship around, uh, can, can, can they expect yep. to get out of, of their association with the, the, the coalition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, um, a couple things. I mean, it is it is structured kind of like a chamber of commerce. So you get some of those real benefits where people can come in together with like-minded uh, executives, like-minded business, business owners, people in business, that they can you know come together, share ideas, share um, share their thoughts on on issues and so forth. So there's that's a real a real benefit. And then and then people are investing in in our, you know our projecting our policy plan for the state. And two, um, in um, in helping us win win races again we, you know, for uh, pro growth candidates. And so that's kind of what they'll be doing. And basically, you know, people pay dues. It depends on your business size. For people who are interested, they can go to my web, the website. It's called growthmn.com. They can submit, submit a form and we'll reach out to you with um, details on, you know, the membership dues stuff and so forth. But I think it's really something, you know, in addition to giving something, it's a, it's a network and a, um, a group of folks that um, will, uh, you know, really be valuable for people to, uh, to be a part of it as well. So we're talking with Jim Schultz from the Minnesota Private Business uh, Council. Uh, just wrap this up one more time, Jim. Uh, by the way, keep us posted on upcoming activities. Yeah. Any other way with you, we can get publicity yeah. out to people. But one more time, what's the yeah. website? How, how can people find out more yeah. about the organization? I'll get this posted a shot in the dark info, by the way. But that one more time through the website. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, for sure. It's um, growthmn.com. GrowthMN.com. I will post that a shot in the dark. Yep. Info. Uh, Jim Schultz, thank you so much for joining us here today. Uh, best of luck. And believe me, anytime there's anything that needs publicity, give us a haul. Have your people call our people. We, this is right in the wheelhouse. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Mitch. Really appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Back at you. Likewise. Thanks a lot. Uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM12A, The Patriot. Check out shotinthedark.info for all the details on everyone we talk with. That's what it's there for. Northern Alliance, AM12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. From Zambroda to Zambia and Detroit Lakes to some lake in Detroit, we're where you are. Find intelligent talk anytime by streaming AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Unlock a healthier, happier you. Join Dr. Carrie Gelb every Saturday at 9 a.m. on Open Your Eyes Radio. With over 30 years of optometry experience, Dr. Gelb explores nutrition, exercise, stress reduction, and sleep for promoting longevity and good health. Tune in to AM 1280 The Patriot for invaluable insights and discover the powerful connection between overall well-being and your eyes. Learn more by visiting drkerrygelb.com. That's D-R-K-E-R-R-Y-G-E-L-B. Embark on a life-changing experience every Saturday at 9 a.m. You want to feel important. You want to feel a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We felt that way too. I'm 2nd Lieutenant Logan Swanson from Rosemount, Minnesota, and that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Minnesota Army National Guard soldiers. We are people, just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit nationalguard.com forward slash MN to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard and aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on local now, channel 525.
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. Hey, this is Matthew with The Kingdom Builders. Here's who we are. We're learners. We take educational courses on new materials, have great relationships with suppliers, and stand behind what we do because we know why we do it. Look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. The number to call. We're the Narn. We started out as a grassroots talk show. In our 20th year, we remain a grassroots talk show. The first one in the history of American radio. We've been imitated many, many times, but never, never equal, as Brad says. And we just keep chugging right along. Jack Tomzak, Brad Carlson, King Banyan, and myself. We uh, dominate the Twin Cities media with good reason because, well, that's what we're here for. So, and I consider it one of the great privileges of my life to do this every week. And yeah, the fame and the money don't hurt either, but uh, it's just doing it. 651 289 4488, the number to call. If you disagree with me, you get on the air first. That's the, the pact I make with all of you. Try that on Minnesota Public Radio. <laughs> Try that on the nine, on the, on the other uh, progressive talk station. <laughs> they'll, they'll send people to egg your house. No, if you disagree with me, you get a respectful argument, a, a completely a, an argument that will put you in your place. Maybe change your worldview if you actually pay attention to it, but you get on the air first. Anyway, uh and I say respectful, which is not to say that I don't have my fun poking fun at some of the excesses, really some of the, the I dare say, peccadilloes of the Minnesota left, to the point where I finally uh, cut bait and wrote what I now know as uh, what, what the world now knows as Berg's 24th law. Now, Berg's laws, for those of you who haven't been following the show uh, with the alacrity that you should for all these years, there are a series of of laws, if you will, of human behavior that started out as tongue-in-cheek observations. Really, all of them started out as satire, as as, as jokes, as, as parodies of of, of philosoph- uh, philosophical aphorisms. And turns out, when applied to real life, and especially here in Minnesota politics and politics in America in general, tend to be also like true. 100% of the time in it with absolute ironclad regularity and are uh, something you can actually rely on as, as absolute indicators of, of Minnesota political behavior from the left, almost invariably from the left. And one of those laws, one, of, one I've been talking about writing forever, it turns out I already did, the 24th law, Burke's 24th law of rhetorical predictability. Progressive politicians can and routinely do say, Anything they want, regardless of honesty or even factuality, confident their audience, while formally educated, is badly informed, incurious, and has little capacity for critical thought. Hey, Mitch, that's not very respectful. No, I mean, sometimes the truth hurts. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm calling out reality. You have an audience that thinks that because they post uh, a in-this-house sign in their front yard, and listens to NPR 
and believes all the right things and votes for all the right people that they're uh, – that that makes them smart, and yet they are ill-informed, dubiously capable of critical thought that they haven't been pre-instructed in, and generally fairly smug and incurious about things that disagree with their narratives. And no, that's not the truth of a movement conservative. Hey, what about Trump supporters? Yeah, we can work on them. But the fact is, conservatism does take a certain amount of critical thought and brain power. I'm talking about traditional Burkean uh movement conservatism. It's not something that comes uh, effortlessly to people who came out of Sunday school thinking share and share alike and everyone is, as long as we make everyone happy, life is good. Life is harder than that. Conservatism is harder than that. Conservatism reflects reality. And so, yeah, no, we're not as dumb as they are, most of us, with some notable exceptions. I say this because the DFL relies on on the phenomenon identified in Berg's 24th law. They know they can say anything they want uh, because their audience is going to repeat it like a bunch of trained animals anyway. And it's with that in mind that I call out this late last bit here from a longtime favorite uh, punching bag of this show, Senator Aaron May Quaid, a, a permanent black mark on the city of Apple Valley, a woman who just keeps getting elected to office. In Apple Valley, Apple Valley, I won't say you're better than that because you've put this woman into office several times now. You let her back into office after she ran for lieutenant governor. Uh, say what you will about about Representative Maquade, a woman that I, I met one time, sort of, kind of. Uh, she's a woman who continues to confirm the thesis behind Berg's 24th law, uh, that they're smug, uninformed, and uncritical, but there's no way to tell them that. And and this came out in a tweet this past week. Now, this regards an episode where a a group uh, of uh, people, a bunch of progressives involved in some education-related issue have been, uh, who, who essentially have spent uh, some time enforcing policies that have oppressed people of faith, are being required to attend religious liberty training uh, conducted by the <gasps> Alliance Defending Freedom. By the way, which was represented by Doug Wardlow, uh, also an attorney general candidate twice now, another somebody else who had a good shot at defeating Keith Ellison and got outspent and and outslandered by the media. The Alliance Defending Freedom is a group that exists to fight for religious liberty nationwide. That's what they do. So that makes them public enemy number one for the DFL. As quoted by Senator... <laughs> Aaron May Quaid. And I quote, Southwest is being required to attend a training. Can I say, by the way, just a quick tangent here. When did the word training start needing an article in front of it? A training. Or multiple trainings. Training is sing it's training is like moose. It's singular and plural. It's the same word. You don't have to pluralize it. And it doesn't need an article in front. You attend training. It might be one. It might be a dozen. It might be 11 weeks at Paris Island. It might be 20 minutes with HR. Online. You attend training. You get trained. You spent weeks training. A lifetime training. Not in trainings. I'm sorry. Back up out of the rabbit hole. Southwest says Senator Mayquade. I had a hard time getting the word out. Senator Mayquade, and I quote from Twitter, Southwest is being required to attend a training by a literal designated hate group for firing an employee who is harassing a coworker. Apparently, harassing a coworker is now protected religious liberty. I can't even. A couple points. First of all, you know the context has been completely bludgeoned. Got to figure it's more than just someone harassing a coworker. I mean, the details don't even matter at this point. Uh, by the way, people who end sentences with, well, this is becoming a big pet peeve of mine. People who are trying to make an argument, especially on social media, but in person, any place really, who end an argument, a bad argument by saying, Period. 
or full stop, or my new favorite, I can't even. That's a a signal, a, a shining beacon that you've just heard a dumb argument that someone is trying to elevate with with some stupid exhortation like period or full stop or I can't even. Anyway, the other part, though, and this is the part that is straight out of the slander files, a literal designated hate group. Yeah, it was designated a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center which used to be a legitimate civil rights organization until about 1980 and is a literal public advocacy group in the same way that Media Matters for America is literally a media organization. No, they all work for the Democratic Party. They all work for Big Left. They all serve Big Left. So when the SPLC designates you literally a hate group, what it means is You're not a Democrat. More when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Gallagher on Disney and DeSantis. Disney admits DeSantis beat us. You can think that DeSantis's actions against Disney were needless, spiking the football, bad form. What we should not be hearing after Bob Iger's remarks are arguments that Disney won the battle with DeSantis. You get involved in this back and forth and alienate your own customers, you're going to lose. Of course, the dilemma for these major corporations, community is demanding that they play ball with the woke leftists. Well, guess what? BlackRock's waking up, too. The banks are waking up as well, and it's because of the strength of the American people. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, important weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we cannot let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. It also faces action in the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your Representative in Congress are in your home state during the annual Congressional recess this August. When you see your Senator or Congressman visiting your community, please tell them you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your opportunity to stand up and be heard. Text AM to 52886. That's AM to 52886 to tell Congress to support AM radio. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby inside and out of the womb, not just after birth, but nine months before at conception. That's right. Every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kloharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key word pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Number to care. Should you care to join me? And I sincerely hope you do. Northern Alliance Radio Network AM twelve eight. Especially if you disagree with me. By the way, all of our station promotions are found at am twelve eight thepatriot.com. It's our website. It's where all the good things in life are. We'll tell you a little about some life after midnight later on in the show here. But, uh, yeah, well, we got a busy couple weeks coming up here, both here at the station.
with the Dennis Prager Cigar Event. Yes, it's sold out. You can't get in. But just, just a reminder, next time we tell you to get in, buy tickets for these station events, do it now. Join the fan clubs. You can get in earlier. You can join the fan club at am12athepatriot.com. There's no obligation. There's no spam. There's no nothing. There's just early access to all of the wonderful things in life that you can get into by being a listener here. I mean, hanging out with Dennis Prager just by itself is just about as fun as life gets, honestly. I mean, it's just being in, being able to talk with someone who just knows that much stuff. You can just feel your brain stretching. You can almost hear your brain stretching. Speaking of hearing, uh, we're we're on social media, by the way. Our hashtag is N-A-R-N show on Twitter. Gab, me, we, getter, uh, but not parlor because it's pining for the fjords and not Mastodon because it's stupid. The uh, We're also broadcasting our live stream on our Facebook uh, page, our Facebook fan page at uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network. And Wild from Highland Hills, Texas, said that I should have played the dong, dong, dong sounder when I mentioned the Alliance Defending Freedom because of the ominousness that people like, well, everyone on the left, especially Senator Aaron May Quaid of Apple Valley, seems to uh, associate. And I thought, you know what, from now on, perhaps, every time the Alliance Defending Freedom comes up on the show, we should play the Darth Vader march in the background. That might have to go on the agenda for next uh, time we talk about the ADF. Maybe maybe if we have their lawyers like Doug Wardlow or any of their other counsel on the show, we'll have to use that as their walk-on song. There we go. Dedicated to <coughs> Senator Aaron May Quaid. So let's talk... One of the things that I was looking at as I was talking with Sean Holster, as we're talking about the the Republican Party doing the unthinkable and trying to shave off some of the the, the winnable edges of the DFL's hegemony in places like Minneapolis and St. Paul and Duluth and Rochester, is the fact that there are loose edges to shave off. Let me explain. The DFL has spent the last couple of months since the last election, especially since the middle of the session, trying to portray themselves and, and its candidates and, and itself and its agenda as absolutely unstoppable and inevitable. And that's why you've seen all these things on social media from their social media tweets about uh, about how yeah, Minnesotans just love our policies. And yeah, Minnesotans, I mean, yeah, the Republican Party should hardly show up. I mean, they're, they're, they're smack talking the GOP. Because they're trying to create the impression that only the G- only the DFL matters in Minnesota anymore, and it's not it's repugnant, but it's not stupid. Let me explain. Smack talking people, making them pe- talking them out of the race, getting in your opponent's head so that they feel they're defeated before the game has even begun, is fairly standard competitive practice. Businesses do it. Donald Trump did it more successfully than any politician I've ever seen. Say what you will about him. He's mastered that for a while back in 2016. We'll see where it goes now. But talking and, and by the way, it's also a standard tactic among. Let's see. What's the term? Abusers, abusive spouses who say or significant others who say you'll never find anyone like me. You've got to put up with me because you're never finding anything better. I mean, that's straight out of Abusive Significant Other 101. And the DFL is Minnesota's Abusive Significant Other, let's be honest. But that's why they're trying to portray themselves as inevitable, because because they're trying to cover up for the fact, this may be controversial, but they're not. And since Berg's 24th law, is, in fact, ironclad and irrevocable. The DFL is doing this because they're counting on finding a lot of voters who can be convinced that they are inevitable, who just don't think about it all that hard. Hey, they got the trifecta. That must mean they, they have 100% support from Minnesotans. We had, I mean, there's a lot of evidence to the contrary. I mean, for starters, 200 votes switching directions in one district would have flipped the Senate back to the Republicans, and we'd be looking at a very different state today. Under, I don't know, estimates vary between 1,000 and 2,000 votes in four House districts would have done the same for the House. 
uh, it would have been a few thousand votes that it would have left us with Attorney General Jim Schultz, even though he was outspent terribly, two to one, only two to one. And the media was on a full blown or slander campaign and essentially, let's be honest, served as Keith Ellison's PR flax. That's what they do every election. But beyond that, Minnesota is a congressional delegation with of, of our eight congressional seats. Four of them are Republicans. That's up from two 30 years ago. Uh, Minnesota bounced back and forth between two and three Republican representatives for decades from when we lost the ninth seat. You know, the ninth congressional district got districted out, I think, 1970, somewhere back there. And uh, since then, through the 80s into the 90s, Minnesota's congressional de- delegation was 5-3 DFL at best, 6-2 at worst a number of different times. I mean, that was, that was a congressional delegation 30 years ago. Now it's 50-50. And let's be honest, CD2 only stayed blue because uh, of an avalanche of out-of-district money. I mean, Angie Craig is a hapless buffoon, let's be honest. And she was very vulnerable, and she won by uh, not nearly the margin one would expect for someone who's portraying herself and being portrayed as inevitable. She's hanging on by the skin of her teeth. And, boy, she's one bad recession away from having to go back to human resources. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, I just laugh when I hear human resources executive. Anyway, we have some other evidence that the DFL is not inevitable. Now, earlier I mentioned the, the DFL's sinecure areas, the places where they have absolute strangleholds on public life. Minneapolis, of course, St. Paul. Uh, it's first-tier suburb, pretty much. Uh, Rochester, at least part of Rochester's getting the parts of Rochester where Kim Norton gets her votes uh, is pretty much becoming that. And Duluth. And yet, Duluth's incumbent mayor, a woman who would fit right in with Alicia Kozlowski and Peggy Flanagan and Senator May Quaid, uh, right in the, the DFL's current crypto-Maoist narrative sweet spot, lost the city's DFL mayoral primary and lost it badly. <laughs> I mean, she got crushed. Now, it's just a primary, and uh, the, the current mayor lost to a DFLer. But this is Duluth, and, and it's not a whole lot different than Minneapolis in terms of the DFL primary, in effect, is the election. And with that in mind, this was huge news. Quoting the uh, Duluth paper right now, the uh, Duluth uh, News Tribune, former state lawmaker Roger Reinert made a bold statement in his return to local politics, easily outpacing incumbent Emily Larson, communist from Duluth, in what was expected to be one of the most competitive mayoral races the scene has seen in 16 years. Reinert was by far the top vote-getter in Tuesday's primary, winning 63% of ballots cast among a five-way field, according to complete but unofficial tallies. Larson has also uh, handily advanced to the November 7th general election with 35%. Now, this is a primary. Reinert is a DFLer. Emily Larson is a DFLer in the Let's say, let's, how do we put this? Uh, Reinert is a DFLer in the know, 1970s and 80s sense, probably more on the moderate side. Larson is, take your pick, a DFLer in the 2022 sense, a crazed Maoist, or perhaps an Iron Range and Duluth DFLer in the 1930s sense of the term, more of the Farmer Labor Party, which, for those who didn't follow your Minnesota history or had it scrubbed for them, was a Stalinist party. They were socialists led by socialists from Finland and Scandinavia who literally supported Joseph Stalin, who refused to endorse fighting against Nazi Germany while the Molotov-Von-Ribbentrop Pact was in effect between 1939 and 1941. Said as long as Hitler and Stalin are buddies, that we... We're fine with Adolf Hitler. Uh, And by the way, Hubert Humphrey, 
burst into national prominence as a DFL leader when he finally, in 1946, expelled the actual full-blown Stalin-loving communists from the DFL in the 1946 convention. So take your pick. Does Mayor Emily Larson fit in with the Democratic Party of Peggy Flanagan or with the Democratic Farmer Labor Party of, I don't know, Floyd Olson? Yeah, Floyd Olson's a good example. Basically a, a, a wannabe banana republic dictator. Now, again, as we said, Reinhardt's a DFLer, a 1970s, 1980s, early 90s DFLer. But in a Duluth that's kept its farmer Labor Party Leninist patina, even as the rest of CD8 has drifted towards the center right, I mean, in that context, Reinhardt may as well be Jack Kemp. And I quote the uh, Duluth News Tribune. Reinhardt remains a well-known local political figure in his own right. The U.S. Navy Reserve officer was elected to the city council in 2004 and went on to spend eight years in the state legislature, first the House and then the Senate, for stepping away in early 2017 to pursue a law degree. Both candidates have been longtime members of the DFL, although Larson easily secured her party's endorsement as Reinhardt opted not to participate in the process. So yet another one of those cases where the the convention endorsement goes to the whack doodle and the primary still finds just enough sane people to vote a little bit towards the center in challenging the incumbent he described himself as a quote more of a centrist or quote business democrat anyway larson has touted a progressive track record at the helm of the city which includes overseeing the development of 1,700 new utes of affordable housing, which, by the way, is not affordable. $19 million worth of renovations, blah, blah, blah. Reinert, in comparison, has pegged his campaign as effective and efficient core city services. Amazing. Focusing on doing the jobs that are legitimately the jobs of the city-level government. Who to thunk it? The guy might as well be Jack Kemp in the context of Duluth. And he won the primary, and it wasn't close. He crushed Emily Larson in the primary. Now, the DFL will not allow this to stand. Mark my words. Uh, the, the DFL's rescue wagon has been pulled off of, of watching for Julie Blaha rolling her truck again uh, and has been deployed. Count on this. You can take this to the bank. Ken Martin has deployed the, the rescue van to Duluth with bags of cash uh, and re-education uh, stamps for the local media. And you can just watch the media frenzy that is going to come to Duluth in coming months as the DFL rallies around the commie. But this is just a sign that the DFL's legend, self-described legend of inevitability, may be just a tad overstated. Fingers crossed. By the way, if you happen to be in the greater Duluth area, want to help one of the relatively good guys in comparison, your opportunity is right there. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. From Lakeville to Lake Superior and Champlin to Chile, we're where you are. We are Intelligent Radio. Listen anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking... Taking Relief Factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. You only have a few seconds to make a first impression. If the concrete and asphalt leading to your business or HOA is a mess, consider that impression made. 
If a customer, a potential employee, or potential buyer for your condo is avoiding potholes, standing water, or ice, it can start the uphill battle to get the results that you want. To fix these problems, work with True Seal America and replace your concrete and asphalt with long-lasting solutions. Contact True Seal America at trusealamerica.com or 952-895-9197. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Less money for the exact same thing. Hope this is clear enough. Consumer Cellular, when freedom calls, they're here to answer. Switch today and get a second month of service for free. Go to ConsumerCellular.com slash free month and enter promo code free month. Have the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 5 gigabyte data plan and unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. Promotion subject to terms and conditions. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be signs that your digestive system isn't working at its best? But taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil supports your daily digestive digestive health using a special plant-based fiber called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. Are you about to sign an order for siding, roofing, or windows, but you're worried that the price is too high? Keep them honest by contacting me at GetMyThreeQuotes.com, and I'll email competitive quotes your way. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. All right, so elephant in the room, we're going on the road. Yeah, we're going to get make up for all that time we haven't played this last month. All right, let's check this out. This coming Friday, we're going to be at the Bloomington VFW. 7.30 to 11.30 this coming Friday. A week from tonight, we've got a private party up north. This is going to be fun. Following Saturday, that's two weeks from today, Big Guy Barbecue Roadhouse in Hudson Holton, Wisconsin, just across the river from Stillwater. This is a fun one. If you're in the Northeast Burbs, we're finally back out there. Uh, we'd love to have you come out there. This is a bar we really want to catch on at, so we'd love to have you join us. September 1st, kicking autumn off at Neeson's and Savage. Friday night, then the next night, Excelsior Brewing had one of the best debut gigs ever there. Like a month ago, we're back there September 2nd. So Labor Day weekend, going to be huge. Hope you can join us. By the way, this coming Friday at the Bloomington VFW, uh, we say, uh, by the way, our lead singer is our former producer, Tommy Wynn. He's awesome. We also say if you've got a request, just make the request. You may have to sing it. Someone has actually requested this song. Old friend of the band has requested the song you're hearing right now, which, by the way, is the best Rolling Stones song that the Stones never wrote, recorded, performed, or had anything to do with. That's because it's the Black Crows. Anyway, uh, you might just hear that song this coming Friday. If you enjoyed that, you're really going to enjoy it this uh, Friday. Among all the other fun stuff we do, we have a lot of fun at Bloomington and Neeson's and Bar- Big Guy Barbecue and, and all the places we're playing. we got so much coming up now. Between, I'd say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight gigs between the, now and the end of September. It, we just call it our Autumn Thriller Tour. This is going to be great. Anyway, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. I, I'm not Brad Carlson, so I don't do a lot of sports. Uh, it's. I mean, I, I enjoy sports. I like watching a good baseball game. I'll, I'll watch some football. I even found some NBA I enjoyed. I, I did. I'm not a huge hoops fan, but you get into a good game, it, it can be a lot of fun. Uh, there's there's a few other sports I do enjoy watching. I always rather participate, but let's face it, I'm a little beyond that myself in, in most ways, although uh, I, I was a pretty competitive ping pong player back in the day. Don't laugh. <laughs> you wait till you've tried it. Uh but one of the sports, and this is no big secret, one of the sports I could not even work up on we about is international soccer. Men's or women's. I don't care. And by the way, former producer Megan Fatal did a great job of trying to proselytize me into soccer. I get it. I see what the attraction is. I've got a lot of European coworkers who are big into footy. Uh, but, in, and this is all serious, I literally personally care about international cricket more than I do about soccer. And I say I was someone who actually learned cricket years ago. 
It's a fun sport. No, nothing against soccer. Again, Megan Fatale showed me the, the, the merits of the sport. I said, okay, good. I can tolerate it. I mean, I live by the stadium. I hear the noise all the flipping time all summer. It, the sport just never grabbed me, mentally, emotionally, anyway. It takes time away from baseball, for starters. And, of course, if you think the NFL is a corrupt organization, I mean, FIFA is 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 the Chicago uh, <laughs> the Chicago City Council or the Detroit City Council of Corruption. Uh, U.S. women's team has uh, squandered a lot of goodwill. That's the thing. I mean, the, the U.S. women's team ha- uh, dro- got ejected from the World Cup by losing its first elimination round match uh, this past week uh, to Sweden. And Ben Shapiro puts it uh, that, uh, well, I mean, the best thing you can say about this, the U.S. women's team dominated the sport for, I think they won four straight World Cups, three or four. I don't pay that much attention. They won three or four straight World Cups in part because, yeah, they're talented athletes and partly because the rest of the world really doesn't care nearly as much about women's soccer as it does about men's soccer. I mean, men's soccer is the most popular sport in the world, far and away, not even close. Women's soccer gets, I saw the revenues once, something like an order or two of magnitude less money then uh, generates an order at least less magn- uh, of magnitude less money than men's soccer worldwide. Now, the U.S. women's team won a lot of goodwill, I don't know, 15, 12 years ago, 14, 16 years ago, when the, the first women's World Cup team, uh, led by Mia Hamm and some of the other women of that era, uh, did... Did, I mean, the, they made the game look as fun as anyone has made soccer look to me, a non-soccer fan. They, they enjoyed playing the game. They played the game for the sake of playing the game. They they fought the battle for income inequality and, and in some senses, uh, won it way more than they deserve because, of course, the sport doesn't make anywhere nearly as much money as the men's sport. So the fact that they're getting paid competitively with men is kind of a travesty. I mean, worldwide. Here in the United States, women's soccer is much more power, uh, popular than men's soccer. So they made their case, and one way or another, they won it. So more power to them. But the U.S. women's team in the last eight years has squandered a lot of that goodwill that Mia Hamm uh, had wrapped up for the team, uh, turning it into a political platform, which, let's be honest, most Americans, most Americans of all fans of all sports, with all politics, just as soon leave out of their sports. So, by the way, I felt no suspense about the whole thing whatsoever. Uh, the thing that bothered me, and, and by the way, people who criticize the women's team are being accused of being misogynistic, sexist. I said, no, no, I didn't. I didn't hate the team uh, before it got turned into Megan Rapinoe's uh, personal political stage. The hubris is what got me. This whole idea that they were inevitable—I don't know. Call me a small-town Scandinavian, but that's just begging to get upset. And it happened. Uh, congratulations, Sweden. The best of luck. I'm not going to watch or anything, but anyway. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Hey, this is Matthew with The Kingdom Builders. The other day I noticed an ad for an apple pie. It showed a slice with the delicious sugary apples oozing out. Here at The Kingdom Builders, we're starting a new series, where we'll share with you who we are and why we do what we do. We're a local, trusted, professional exterior contractor specializing in asphalt shingle roofing and seamless gutters. If you add up our collective experience and how long we've been in this industry, it's hundreds of years combined. We're small enough to take care of the little houses in St. Paul and Minneapolis and big enough to handle large churches or commercial buildings. We take a genuine interest in the work we do the estimates we send out, our customers, and most importantly, the families that live in the homes we work on. We wish the inside of our company was as yummy as an apple pie, but we found we're better at roofing than baking. Look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. 
Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines. Plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find the best price for you. Call SmartFares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet. 800-989-0841. Do you feel like your route to retirement is filled with detours and road construction? Pull over and tune into your clear path to retirement with Taylor Sundeen and Corey Zafke. Taylor's a certified financial planner and Corey's a wealth advisor. And together they founded Clear Path Wealth Advisors. They'll help you see the bigger vision of what's possible and efficiently chart your course so you can enjoy your retirement journey. Tune in to Your Clear Path to Retirement every Sunday morning at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.